Um, so I guess it was a bit of a tale of two halves, wasn't it? It was quite dour in that first half, and then it seemed to open up in the second. Uh, obviously more towards the opposition than not. And so what did you sort of make of it? Uh, probably it, this, the first half was just a battle of defence. Um, and they were able to get out the back and get some score. We were able to get out the back at times, but not enough, and obviously didn't score. Uh, the game opened up through a little bit of fatigue, but their ball use was probably a lot better than ours across the whole night. Um, a key stat was 42% by foot we went, and then we gave four goals three in terms of turnover. That's the ball game there. Um, so credit to Brisbane, I thought. They came in with a plan and executed it really well, and I didn't think we had control of the game for any part of the evening, to be honest. Well, I thought momentum started to go our way. Yeah. I thought it was through just getting the ball in through, you know, just surging to our key forwards, which we didn't do all night. Um, but even then, it was only in small patches. So at the end of the day, I thought they ruled the roost the entire evening. In hindsight, do you think you may have been a little bit too on the negative side, like defensive side um, with the game style, or were you pretty happy with how it all turned out? No, I think had we hit, hit targets, well, if our ball use had to hit targets and we'd been cleaner, we'd probably set ourselves up for a lot more scoring. Yeah. But as a result, you just keep giving the ball back. I mean, and I said to the girls after the game, like, I thank them for their efforts because they tried really hard, but if you just keep giving the ball back, um, it becomes deflating and it just keeps going back over your head. There were stages where we were set up really well, we turned the ball over, Brisbane weren't set up that well. And they look like millionaires because they're on the outside running away in free space because of our poor execution. It did look at times like you were still putting two behind the ball. Was that just a matter of habit or are we safe to say that maybe you are ignoring the memo? No, we're definitely not ignoring the memo um, and it's not habit either. I think that comes down to the opposition and how they interpret the rules and how they play the game. So we don't have to go up to the stoppages just because opposition do. And if we stay and hold our ground, that's okay. The directive of the AFL is that's okay. So that's probably a question for them and how they're interpreting the rules and playing by them. How much um, was the impact of the absence of uh, Brie Davey tonight? Yeah, huge. Yeah, I mean, that in, it did impact the group and us. Um, we were able to overcome that, obviously, last week, in, although the injury happened late. Mm. But, yeah, she's an enormous figure down back as a player and as a leader. So, yeah, it definitely impacts. Mm. Yeah. Do you think the lighting's too The what, sorry? The lighting here. Yeah, it's a funny one. Um, at, at training, I noticed it a little bit, but I thought, oh, and that was on Thursday, and I thought, oh, well, that's going to improve because we're having a game. I think the flood lighting did improve a little bit, but it's hard to see from behind glass in a box as well. And then when you're running down to the, the huddles, you're not taking a hell of a lot of notice of it, but there could be something in that. Do you reckon maybe no nightmares here until possibly the lighting does improve? Is that, that might be an issue? Well, I'm not, I'm not sure if this was flagged at all last year, but I yeah. think... If it hadn't been, and they're still booking games in for now, I'd say the AFL are happy with it. Um, we love playing here. I think the spectacle's great. The crowds come in, um, and the atmosphere is terrific. So I'd love to see night football still stay a fixture for sure. How's Taylor Harris feeling? What do you make of her night? She obviously got a bit of attention early from Leah Castle, and she didn't really leave her side, did she? Yeah, Leah's a great defender. She's an ultra competitor, um, and so and we knew that going in, and we knew that off the back of last year too. She's a super talent, uh, and Taylor. Flag that she'd probably get Kazla. Um But, yeah, I haven't touched base with any individuals. I spoke to the team as a group, and then they're off doing their uh, warm down. But um, I'd imagine she'd be pretty disappointed. She looked a little bit frustrated at times, and there's a bit of vision going around that looks like a bit of a hit to Leah's head. You obviously haven't had a chance to see it. No. Nah. Do you worry about that sort of thing? Oh, I do worry because the head's sacrosanct in our game. So if I hear, when I hear those things, I do worry. But at the same time, I didn't. We don't have the replay. We didn't have, hear anything about it. 
during the game, and I guess it's going to get looked at and it'll be dealt with in its due course. How's, how's G? I mean, Georgia G, early concussion, yeah. So that put us down with a, a down a rotation early, and then Lauren Brazali as well with a shoulder. Um, obviously, with the concussion first, we had to take the player's uh, health into consideration first and foremost and see if she can, can get up for next week. And Brazali with a shoulder, I'm yet to be told what that looks like. So our medical team are really good. They'll keep us in the loop within the next 24 hours as to how both those girls go through. How have you found this last couple of weeks? How much has this not affected your life? But... Well, yeah, it has. It's been huge. I mean, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind and turned upside, upside down for sure. So... There wasn't a hell of a lot of time in the first week to get your head around it. It was, we've got a job to do. I found out on the Tuesday and we flew out on the Thursday. Um, but, I mean, the club has been amazing. The resources here are second to none um, from outside the playing group and then the playing group themselves to just galvanise and rally the way we did last week. And then, again, through training this week and still a little bit of unknown around Damien and how he was going throughout the week, but still turn up, get the job done with our training, our rehab and obviously going into this game. Yeah, they were amazing. But, yeah, it's been huge. I'm just, you know, a wharfie who lives in the Yarra Valley with four kids and <laughs> and coaches Wandon Footy Club, and then all of a sudden you're, you're thrusting in the limelight. So the first week was cool because everyone rallies and you just you can do that for a week. And then this week it became a bit more of a culture shock and it was a little bit harder to manage, I guess, because of the unknown. But the footy club were amazing. And um, we are just a little bit disappointed that we couldn't finish off tonight because... I felt that everything leading up throughout the week deserved another win, but I'll go back to football performance and when you execute like that by foot and give opposition four goals, three on turnover, well, you don't deserve to win. But do you, do you sort of, how is Damien, I suppose is the first part of the question, and then do you now then just carry on as if you are coaching until you're told otherwise rather than, say, waiting until Tuesday or Wednesday to get the word of, yes, you're in or no, you're not? Yeah, so firstly, he's okay. Um, he's out of the woods in terms of any really nasty stuff. So discharged from hospital last week and hasn't had to, hasn't had to go back there apart from just the, the blood test. Um, for as far as I'm concerned, he's back next week in uh, in his coaching capacity. I think the doctors are encouraging him to get back to work and and embrace what's happening and just get on with it. Well, not that brutal, but that way. Uh, for me, that means I slip back to the forwards role and. Back to shift work and <laughs> and getting back to my local club. Who will be? They'll be happy about that too. So. You've got a forgiving boss and a forgiving club president. Oh no, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm on I'm on annual leave and uh, and I'm still trying to keep them at bay, even though they're on leave, because when your name bobs up in the media and all that sort of thing, questions start to be asked. And um, yeah, and if anyone doesn't know, local football is everything. So they don't care what I'm doing. They just want to know when I'm going to be back. So <laughs> but they'll be happy next week. Yeah. Do you think it was a case of uh, not having enough of a plan B after the first quarter when things weren't going to plan? Yeah, I think it's a yeah, it's a funny one because I thought our plan in place. If you look at, look at us structurally, I thought the the plan was there. It was there to be won. It was there to be to be played out. But I'll just go back to execution, and you're going to get so bored I'm becoming the generic coach now but that you just can't win games of footy and execute the plan that you want when you do that and it just the pressure that they were able to put us under early as well and we probably knew that was going to come because they were and even Craig specified in their in his presser last week that he was pretty disappointed with the, their output in terms of their endeavour so we knew they were coming down here to play hard and come out fast and that's what they did 
And we weren't, when we weren't able to gale them early, obviously the scoreboard didn't reflect that. So we got out of jail a little bit. But when you don't make them hurt when you do get opportunity, and then they get down the other end and execute, she's a hard game to get back from there. Too good. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot, all of us.